Hey, Millennials and Mimosas, this is Joe in L.A., a former self-proclaimed notable podcast hotline caller from Touching Base. I'm calling you today to say, uh, what the fuck just happened to our lives? I'll take your comments off the air. Thank you. Wednesday, everyone. Three down, two to go until the weekend. Uh, welcome to our first episode of Happy Half Hour, where we are going to be bringing you approximately a half hour of content, <laughs> hopefully once a week. Um, just our new mini-sode uh, thing that we have going on, so it's a chance for a uh, little quick segments and for us to just get our weekday rambles out. Yeah, this is definitely needed. Um... I'd say today is actually a not-so-happy half hour, wouldn't you say? Yeah, so tell Um, us a little bit about why. So basically, one of our many inspirations for starting this podcast was the Grand X community at large. Um, If you guys are a follower of TFM, Total Frat Move, PGP, Postgrad Problems, any of those um, websites, they put out a ton of podcasts themselves, and... Their podcasts were honestly a pretty big like gateway into my love for podcasts. So, so uh, we talk a lot about KFC Radio, where Mads and I bonded over. But even before then, she was a fan of Grand X Media, and even just recently got me into it. And one of our podcasts that was actually our favorite, and yeah, not only the, the best pod- podcast <laughs> in the game. And not only was the podcast just entertaining, but we really kind of grew to be inspired by the three guys who were the hosts of the podcast. Um, Yeah, so unfortunately, two of those three guys were laid off from the company today. Um, So it's pretty much a heartbreak for all of the post-grad problems community right now. That podcast was definitely like one of the most popular in the entire network. And between the inside jokes, which... I'm sure those of you listening that were also touching base listeners know between the inside jokes and the bonds that were made via Twitter and Instagram, it was definitely a sad loss for us all. Um, And I can attest to this fact too, um, being somewhat of an outsider, I guess I only started listening about a couple months ago, Uh, but shortly into Madison and I's friendship, she kind of got me uh, into this Twitter group message that that we've mentioned called the Brunch Club, but it's essentially a group of all the fans from Grand X Media and Postgrad Problems and more specifically Touching Base, the podcast that we were just referring to. Yeah. So this group of people, like, we've come to meet many of them in real life, and we know that many others of you who are listeners have met each other in real life. Um... And it's just pretty crazy how impactful a podcast can be on such, like, a crazy, like, interesting community of people and just, like, bringing people together that, like, honestly, we would have never met so many of you without this community. And, like, I know we wouldn't have so many of you listeners without this community. And it's honestly super emotional just knowing that 
something that brought so many of us together and has created so many like long lasting friendships um is now over honestly I just like yeah I almost cried today at my desk so that's basically where I'm at right now so yeah we're not gonna get too much into it obviously um we feel the way we do about it and we of course wanted to address it just being that it was one of our inspirations to start this podcast but I guess just moving forward we hope that I mean it's inspiring we hope that we one day have people who bond over loving our podcast yeah um it's just a good thing to leave us with is just yeah yeah hashtag inspired and just shouts to all the touching base guys and shouts to everyone who listens to all the grand x media podcasts out there we love you and you know we're here for you and we're just gonna keep pushing out our content so we're here for you yeah (laughs) can't promise it'll be as great um definitely won't but yeah our inside jokes you know it might take us a while to to live up to that level of hilarity but you know we'll try our best Anyways, okay, so back to our um, happy half hour. Yeah, back to the happy side of the happy (laughs) half hour. So we're just drinking wine and um, hanging out in my room on my uh, white comforter. Hopefully we don't spill the red wine today. I don't know. What do you think, Kim? I don't know. (laughs) My comforter is white, so, you know, I feel like it just attracts stains. I mean, the number of podcasts that we've recorded on this bed and we haven't spilled anything on it leads me to believe that. I think we're in the clear. You know what we should do with the cork from our wine bottle tonight? We should write our number on that. So every champagne bottle that we have that we've uh, popped for an episode of our full-length episodes of Millennials and Mimosas, we take a Sharpie and write the number of the episode on the bottom, and I've been collecting them, so a little bit of a keepsake. Yeah, we're super emotional. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyways... Uh, so we, like we said, this was going to be our weekday rambles of just things that we get, um, momentarily heated about and don't really want to wait until Sunday necessarily. And this week we somehow got on the topic of sliding in DMs. Yeah. So obviously everyone has a lot of hot takes on sliding into the DMs, but given the world that we live in today, um, I mean, honestly, going back to the whole, like, Grand X community of people that I've met, honestly, like, a lot of our friendships have begun through sliding into the DMs. Yeah. So, we're going to get into our takes on Twitter DMs versus Instagram DMs and what's creepy and what's not. Yeah. So, we <laughs> we fully analyzed this situation. We reached out to all of our resources, you know, did our whole um, history, background research, everything. Absolutely. (laughs) Gotta do the research. We really wanted to get a full (laughs) scope for you guys. So one of the things that was uh, a bit interesting to me, someone referred to it as the cold call DM. So this would be the DM where there's no prior interaction. You're just sliding in like just a cold slide. Like haven't met the person, have had no interactions. Like you might've followed them, but that's about it. Yeah. And this is sketch. Yeah. So this is a as opposed to, um, just for reference, like, on Twitter, per se, if you were, happened to tweet back and forth or, like, use, like, slid into their mentions. Right. Quotes, air quotes. Or, like, even on Instagram, just, like, 
a mutual liking of photos, I would say. Like, if the person like has liked your photos and you've liked their photos consistently, yeah. then I feel like even, like, a like. Or if... Definitely a comment, but even just even a like, I would say. And I guess this would have to happen if you had a mutual friend, but if you, like, say comment on on something and they liked your comment or okay. like they uh-huh. replied to your comment or something like that. So yeah. that's prior interaction versus the cold call DM. So back to the cold call DM. This can easily come off as creepy. I mean, I can't, I can think of very few opportunities for someone to have a cold call DM where it wouldn't come off as creepy. The only times I really think that this couldn't come off as creepy as if is if, one, you have significant number of mutual friends with the person. Like, a lot of mutual friends. Yeah. I mean, and, like, even your friends have mentioned them to you, like, oh, this guy's cute or whatever. Or yeah. vice versa. Even then, I don't even know if I would consider that, like, a cold call DM because that's, like, you have a reason to At least to you have something. mutual friends, right? I think the only thing that can save you with a cold call DM is, like, is good what looks. You, well, yeah, good looks, <laughs> obviously, and what you say in the DM so right. that's another topic is, like, what are you saying to this person? Mm-hmm. But I feel like even any cold call can, DM can come off as creepy, even if you're just, like, hey, like, love your page. Creepy. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Still creepy. Like, I yeah. don't know you. Why are you asking, asking like, how I am? Hey, girl, you're beautiful. Like, that's... Creepy. Automatic no. Yeah. So, like, I really don't know what instance of dms what was the one that our friend sent us that was actually like kind of funny that was good so we had someone um send us in a message that was a cold call dm they said hey how are you gorgeous how's the tinder search going lol she said i'm not on tinder question mark he said that's like the only place i add girls from question mark she said well, you're wrong. I clearly have a boyfriend given my last 10 photos. He said, <laughs> LOL, okay then. So clearly, this was him trying to slide. Obviously, he knows that it's not the same girl he saw on Tinder. Or it might be, but her Tinder has been since deactivated or, like, she just deleted the app because she's now in a relationship. Apparently, you can still show up on the apps even if you delete them. I okay, heard this. so I didn't know that. So Okay, actually, I know this for a fact because I know I was on Bumble or something. And one of my coworkers who I just, like joke back and forth with like we just have a banter we're friends told me that he saw me on like bumble or something um and i was like i'm definitely not on bumble anymore and i was like i definitely deleted it this was like a few months ago so this was a while back but i had definitely deleted the app even months before that so i was like that's really weird because i definitely deleted my bumble yeah so her Um, saying like i'm not on tinder could mean that she did have a a Tinder, Tinder account at one point, yeah. That's what I think, honestly. Yeah. Okay. But I do think these are the creepiest messages. I see this all the time with, like, guys you either don't match with or you match with and then don't message back, and then they'll add you on Tinder or, like... Yeah. It's like, okay. I mean, yeah, or on um, Instagram. <laughs> They're, like, really trying to... Like, I if I don't talk to you on the app, I'm not talking to you on yeah. Instagram. That's creepy. They're trying to, like, find their way around the... The fact that you did not match That you them. rejected them the first time. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel the same way about the content of a first cold call DM as I do with, like, a first message on Hinge. So, if it's just, like, a something like, hey, or, like, hey, gorgeous, or hey, what's up, there's a good chance that I'm either going to ignore it. Actually, yeah, I'm just going to ignore it. I wouldn't even <laughs> respond because unless it were on Hinge, like, maybe I would say hey back. But 
Especially with a DM. If a you're DM's not creepier anything, than on Hinge, though, because on Hinge, I'm matching you back or I liked you first. Exactly. So, like, with a DM, it's like, how did you find my profile? How do you know who I am? How do you know where I live? Like, it's honestly just DMs are always creepier. Yeah. But if someone on Hinge says something funny, like a pickup line, or they take something out of my profile, like, they see a podcast that I listen to, they're going to use, like, an inside joke from that. Yeah. If somebody, like, slides in my DMs, and mentions something like that, there's a good chance that I'm going to respond. Yes, it's still creepy because, yes, we have no prior interaction. And, yes, we don't know anything about each other. Okay, true. I if, definitely have responded to DMs on Twitter about that. Yeah. Not so much Instagram, but more so on Twitter. Yeah. Because so, I can see that you follow. Like, I can go onto your Twitter page and be like, oh, you follow, like, some of the same accounts that I follow. And, like, mm-hmm. that's what we have in common or something. So, I mean, my advice, boys, if you're going to cold call DM, at least do a little research. Or just, like, what she likes. <laughs> but it's honestly so much easier. So, this is where we get to the, like, le- or the gateway into the DM. Mm-hmm. And Instagram gives you the perfect opportunity. Responding to the Instagram story. Yeah. So, that's like a, that's like a warm DM. It's, it's not a- so much a cold cold call it's like a warm warm call (laughs) yeah so it's like you don't even have to like like it could be like oh they're just drinking a glass of wine and you can be like I don't know you can just respond or like they're at a place that you've been to and you can like respond or they're like seeing a concert yeah of a band oh I love them I just saw them last night or like the other week like we were just at a concert last um Saturday obviously we talked about that on Sunday's podcast if someone dm responded to my story and was like oh my god I love Muscadine Bloodline I would be like, oh, okay. Yeah, I would be so happy. That's, like, more of a reason for me to respond than you just being like, hey, gorgeous. But to see your story, they would have to already follow you, right? Right. Which is why, like, I think this only works if you already have some sort of rapport with the person. Like, mutual friends. Yeah. Or they would have had to follow you. So, like, I know my profile is public. Same. So, if they were to follow me, they could see my story without me, like, friending them back. And I don't really keep track of, like... Random watches. people who follow me. Yeah, me neither. I won't follow them back, so, like, I I don't really know, like, who's watching my story. That's, like, random. Yeah. So, but it, it always shows up in your, like... Um, Requests. Yeah, so yeah, message same. request. <laughs> so that's, like, red flag. Like, you get a notification on your phone. It's, like, so-and-so wants to send you a message. Oh, and I'm, like, oh, here we go. 90% of the time, it's, like, some, like, creepy account that is probably a bot. <laughs> Honestly, that's what I always think. Yeah, or just, like, it's, some like, some sort of person. advertisement. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely the easiest way to slide in. And then I think but, the next easiest way we were talking about on Twitter. Yeah. So, like, I was just talking, we were just talking about some of our friends that we've met um, via Twitter. LOL. Shouts <laughs> to the Twitter squad. Hashtag brunch club. Um, Like, me and my friend Doug, for example, literally. Doug, that is Dougie Fresh, the one that we refer to. <laughs> All the time. Um. <laughs> We, like, literally talked back and forth via, like, Twitter, like, public, whatever, like, responding to each other's tweets Mm -hmm. for, like, probably, like, a solid month before we ever DM'd. Yeah. And then I think the first time we DM'd was actually on Instagram, and it was a response to a story. So we double did the whole, like... I mean, I'm not gonna lie. And we're just friends, but, like, I mean, I'm just saying, even still. I think Twitter also has a bad stigma for DMs. Like, if someone's sliding in your dms i just feel like you're automatically going to assume that it's creepy um just because of 
like I said, the stigma and just... Yeah, Twitter definitely has a more, like, creepy stigma because it's, like, less popular than Instagram. But I do think that if you have some sort of, like, back and forth, like, you're tweeting back and forth at each other, Mm -hmm. that it's, like... And I think it's just... An invitation for you to, like... It's less creepy, I think, because on Instagram you can see their photos and you can feel like you at least know more about the kind of person that they are. Mm -hmm. But on Twitter... There's some, I mean, I'm going to be honest, there's some weirdos on Twitter and like, I mean, there a are lot weirdos of them. on Instagram too, but like, they're yeah. just like, I think Twitter, harder to exist. Twitter makes people like want to be weirder, I think, because it, it's like, <laughs> it's almost cool to be weird on Twitter. Yeah. And a lot of these weirdos, like I'm really good friends with and I follow them on Twitter. So like <laughs> no hating on that part, but I'm just saying, so like someone could have a weird sort of like uh, picture as their uh, AV, AV, yeah. but all you see is their tweets, and, like, they could choose to not show their location or anything. So this person sliding in your DMs, you know nothing about them. Yeah. That comes off a bit creepy. Absolutely agreed. It's definitely weird to, like, start interacting with someone on Twitter, especially if they're, like, AV isn't, like, a picture of them, and you know that it's not a picture of them. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, who is this freaking person that I'm talking to? Mm -hmm. Even, like, responding to their tweets, I'm like, who is this person that I'm talking to? I I don't know. Which is, like... Part of the, like, lore of Twitter, it's, like, the anonymity of it, Mm -hmm. one, and two, like, people, even if people, like, out themselves as to, like, their personal brand or whatever, I feel like people still on Twitter feel that it's easier to, like, be more shameless than on Instagram, you know? Yeah. Like, Twitter, you're, like, more your true self because it's, like, words instead of pictures. Yeah, and you're almost more behind more more closed of doors than you are if you're on Instagram. Yeah. Unless you're, like, a creepy person who has, like, no photos on Instagram. <laughs> Which, in that case, you just decline that message. Yeah, like, that that's a no. But, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like those are, like, the general rules for the most part when it comes to DMs. I mean, have you ever slid in someone's DMs? Like, trying to get with them slid into their DMs? Or just, like, trying to, like, be friends with them? I mean, either. <laughs> Because I don't... Okay, I've definitely done the Instagram story response thing to flirt with guys. Yeah. Um, Even guys that I've met, but, like, I didn't have their number. We were just, like, oh, I met them and I thought that they were cute yeah. and, like, we have mutual friends or whatever. As I've a, definitely done that. As have I. I mean, more frequently, so when I'm drunk, but... The Instagram story move is, like, the easiest way to, it's like, so slide easy. in. It's, it's so, so easy. It's so easy. Especially if they, like, entertain it and, like, respond to you. Like, boom, you have a conversation. Yeah. So I've definitely done that. Um, Twitter DMs I've more done with, like, just, like, trying to start friendships. Like, our friend Nick, shouts to Nick. Um, Our content creator. Yeah, our content videographer. Um, Me and him were tweeting back and forth about going to Music Midtown, so I just DM'd him. I was like, wait, are you actually going? Like, let's meet up. So I think that was, like, not a creepy DM. It was just, like... Well, like, I clearly, like, know that you seem, like, legit and I creeped on your Instagram before I DM'd you on Twitter <laughs> because a I'm a stalker. You're person. You're not fake. But, yeah, like, you know what I mean? So, no, yeah. I don't think I've ever slid into Twitter DMs trying to, like, get with someone, but Instagram DMs definitely have done the story response. Yeah. I've done the story response to flirt, definitely, but not necessarily to, like, a random person. Yeah. But it have could... Y- what? I said it could just be, like, someone that... I already follow that I think is, like, cute that I'm just, like, trying yeah. to... No, I feel that. Um, fuck, what was it? What were we going to say? 
Uh, about the Twitter DMs? No, I was gonna say that. Have you like ever um, received a DM? No. Well, have you? <laughs> Actually, talk about the DM you received because this one's funny. So everyone thinks that I held onto the screenshot forever, which she is not has. true. It's true. <laughs> She's held onto it for five years. It's fine. Um. So I just recently took the screenshot because I tweeted the other day. Um. About it, but so. I talked frequently about, or um, not frequently, I talked recently about how I kind of had a hiatus with Twitter and made a comeback just recently, I guess, like the beginning of this year. Yeah. So all of my DMs, other than like the few that I had from just recently, are from like 2013, 2012, 2015. Yeah. So this one was from 2013. So I was like a freshman in college. And this guy had, like, DM'd me a couple times. The first one he said is, like, what's up, Kim? And then I just, like, had a little bit of conversation. Like, he said something. I didn't respond. And this guy, backstory, was a friend of this guy I was talking to freshman year. And it was weird that he was DMing me because I was, like, clearly you know that I'm, like, kind of talking to your friend and I don't really know, like, what you're interested in. Yeah. (laughs) And my roommates and I hung out with him and his friends when I – and the next day, he messaged me and was like, hey, Kim, can you give Taylor, my roommate at the time, my number, sends his number. I meant to last night, but I forgot. Last sentence is, you're cute, so you can have it too. <laughs> so savage. He's a savage. He slid that. into my DMs to, like, secondhand slide into my roommate's DMs, but, also- but then reels it back and is like, but, hey, I'm still in your DMs. Here's my number. Yeah. I think, like, I honestly want a boy's take on this. I mean, I can assume that it would be this is a bad move. because This is the ultimate trash move. Yeah. It's like, like okay, like, yeah, you're, like, kind of hot. So, like, if you want to hook, like, that's cool. I'm yeah. down for you. But, like, actually, I'd prefer your roommate. But you're, like, a good second choice. And also, like, what does he expect me to do? First of all, I'm not yeah. going to give my roommate <laughs> your number because clearly by what you just said, I know that you're... Not a good person. Yeah. So, like, you're really trying to get me to help you out and give your number to my roommate. Right. By acting like this, like, and no, I'm not going to keep your number, too, just because you said I'm cute, too. Like, first (laughs) of all, no. It's like those things where it's always, like, um, people talk about being the girl who uh, someone texts and they're like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh my gosh, this guy's texting me. And they're like, so what's your friend's name? And you're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> that awkward moment. And not that I even like had any remote type of feelings for this guy, but I just thought that was funny. So I responded when we were talking about DMs and everyone kind of flamed me and they were like, damn. Held on to this for five <laughs> years. But like. I mean, I'm still talking about it five years later. So like props I mean, to him because yeah that guy really like hit a heartstring <laughs> for you it's funny though because i forgot about it until i got my twitter back and until because i didn't even go into my twitter dms until you added me to the brunch club yeah um and then it was funny because before i had other conversations it was like the next one behind the brunch club and i was like whoa what is Wait, this what is this and i kind of got back into like looking at my old dms i was like oh shit damn tbt man <laughs> Yeah, but it was just funny. Yeah, I tried to peep into my old DMs on Instagram and Twitter. I, like, did, like, a, a a deep dive and, like, looked back. And I definitely saw, like, 
But most of mine were, like, pretty recent with just people that I'm friends with. And, like, Instagram, like, they're all, like, basically with, like, girls that are, like, my best friends, us sending memes to each other. Yeah. So, oh, that's actually a good one. Like, um, if you start, like, not necessarily talking to a girl, but if you're, like, trying to flirt with a girl and you send her a really funny meme on Instagram, that's a move. Right? Yeah. Like. Because I laugh at a good meme. And I remember, like, I went on a couple of dates with some guys when I was single back, like, earlier on in the year. And I remember, like, we we were Instagram followers of each other or whatever. And I remember, like, a couple of them would try to, like, slide in with the, uh, the funny memes. And I was like, that's, that's always a good charmer. Like, if you can send me a funny meme, like, this could maybe work. Like, yeah. I might be into that. It's funny because, like, the only uh... – message I have like in my request right now is from this girl some random girl on Instagram who messaged me and was like hey girl like do you have a podcast and I was gonna respond and be like yeah I do but I was like this is weird like why is she being so friendly clicked on her profile turns out she's like some rep for some like pyramid scheme thing like Rodan and Fields or whatever that is <laughs> and I was like oh decline like don't even it's like all that cosmetic shit I was like don't even hit me with your pyramid scheme trying to like get on our podcast so we can promote you or trying to get me to sell it I was like uh that's a hard nah no the creepiest DMs okay so this guy <clears throat> tweeted at us and this one was by far one of the funniest tweets we got in response when we asked for your takes on DMs um Shouts to Madoff Investment. I know he's a writer for Postgrad Problems, so hopefully you listen to this. But he said, I once had a guy slide into my DMs because I had a picture of my feet in boat shoes. He would periodically message me asking me about my feet. Weirdest shit in the world. That is the funniest thing I've ever heard. I don't understand what the foot fetish is all about. Yeah, I don't understand what the the foot fetish DM people are all about because I feel like this is like a whole group of like a subset of foot fetish people that like DM <laughs> strangers for pictures of their feet and like offer them money for it. I mean, I'm not saying I would be opposed. <laughs> all I'm saying is I have the ugliest feet in the world, so it's really depressing because I don't think I could get any money for them. That's not true. Dude, I'm, I have, like, the stubbiest I'm sure there's curled like, toes. I'm there's, like, a subset of the subset that has a foot fetish for chubby feet. <laughs> you should post a picture and see what people think about that. I'm going to put, I'm going to tweet a picture out of my feet and, you know, if any of you foot fetish <laughs> listeners are out there, just let me know. We're going to do a live auction for a picture of Madison's feet to the highest bidder. <laughs> Who's it going to be? <laughs> Damn, we need to get a pedicure first, though, because mine are pretty bad. <laughs> mine are so bad. You can't see my fear right now because I'm wearing tights. Hashtag, it's fall. It fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, dude, the DMs are just, like, the weirdest place in the world. Like, what has our world come to? I was try- I tried to talk to my brother a little bit about this because he's a little younger. He's 19 and he's in college. And I feel like the whole DM culture has been more normalized for them. Don't pick your feet on my bed. I'm not. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it grossed me out now. Now, okay, that now, put- now that we're talking about feet, I'm like getting all Okay, I'm putting out. my feet away. <laughs> um, so anyways, my brother was telling me about how like the DM culture is much more normalized for like the younger, slightly younger generation. Yeah. Like the now college generation. And it's really interesting to me. He's like, yeah, I have no problem like DMing a girl, which I feel like it's mostly people he has mutual friends with. So it's a little bit different, but I do feel like even like the... Um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? The not stereotype. Stigma. Stigma. The stigma has been <laughs> um kind of like de- gone. It's gone. Destigmatized. Destigmatized. <laughs> It's okay. It's a Wednesday, guys. I'm really struggling. I just... See, I think I'm better on Wednesdays. I'm kind of, like, in my zone right now. I just, like, need to make it to the weekend because I'm flying home for Christmas. I mean, Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Wow. (laughs) Get it together. I'm taking a whole week off of work, and I'm so fucking hyped. Oh, I'm so jealous. Except I figured out, after this week, I only have one more full week left for the rest of the year. Yeah, same. Because next week is Thanksgiving. The next week we're taking off for our Nashville trip. Oh, then I have a full week. Then I have one oh, full week. Two full weeks. And that's then. and that's my full week after that. Yeah. And, and then, then it's Christmas. Christmas. And then New Year's. New Year's. Fuck yeah. We're killing it. Yeah. So after this week, only one more full week left after our Nashville trip, which... Oh, wait. That's not even a full week for me because I'm taking yeah, we're Monday taking Friday off. off. I'm taking Monday off the next week. I always do that. Oh, God. <laughs> That's my power move is, like, after I go out of town for the weekend, I'll take the following Monday off, even though we're flying back, like, Sunday morning. Yeah, that's such a good power I'm taking move. Monday off because I know the entire day Sunday I'm going to be either We're going to be recording a podcast, like, fr- live from the plane, just so you guys be- people know. I can't, no. I can't even function on a plane regularly. Oh, I can't wait for you to fly with me. I'm so anxious to fly with Kim because <laughs> it's, like, going to be a nightmare for me because I love to fly, anxiety. and she's, yeah, she's going to give me secondhand anxiety. Sunday no. scaries are going to be really high that week. I'm telling you, like, I'm fine on the plane as long as I've had at least three plus drinks. Well, good thing we are taking a night flight, so yeah. we can definitely just get you boost up beforehand. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I've already planned on my fall, or my, my not, not my fall, fall fit, fit, my airport fit. My airport so many fits are about to get be gotten off on this trip. That was a reference to touching base, by the way. We have to give them credit for some inside jokes that we use. Yeah. To, so Getting um, a fit off is, sorry we stole that from you, but now your podcast is dead, so we're just going to continue to, we're, we're, le- we're carrying R. on R. the R. legacy. R. We're carrying on the legacy of getting a fit off, because yeah. who else can carry that legacy on? Um, For those of you who don't understand, let me explain, because I just learned getting a fit off means to... Wear a cool outfit. Wear basically. an outfit, yes. Wear an In outfit. case that wasn't clear. I mean, I think I think the people. I was so confused. I was like, "What does it mean to get something off?" Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, "Let's get a potty off." Yeah. And she was like, "What?" Yeah, I was like, no. Let's record a podcast. And she would always say, "It me." I was like, "It what?" <laughs> it's it. Stop! I'm literally gonna cry. I'm so emotional about this. I know. Well, I'm glad we could do a little tribute. Yeah, this is our mini tribute. Because they deserve it. They were great. And honestly, like, I mean, don't tell KFC Radio, but I stopped listening to them and was exclusively listening to Touching Bass because they were just that much better. Oh, my God. (laughs) I really enjoyed it, honestly. The inside jokes are just, like, the inside jokes are what make a podcast true. Yeah. Because I felt like such an outsider with everyone in the brunch club talking about it that I was like, I have to get out on this podcast. Hey. I feel you. So how are we going to end these ones? Uh, I don't know. So we're right at 30 minutes. I oh. guess, yeah. It's It's been a uh, happy, happy half, half hour. hour. I'm, I'm actually, I've had a lot of laughs. This has been a really good one. Yeah. I like this. I think we should do this more yeah, often. Yeah, so... 
Um, again, call on our voicemail, you know, 704-659-6975. Oh, shit. I used to memorize it, but I can't. One we're, second. We're the worst. <clears throat> it is 704-659-6974. That's what I said the first okay, time, Okay, so right? she was right. Oh. Okay, call the voicemail. Leave us leave us your... Uh... Or even just tweet at us during the week and be like, this needs to be on Happy Half Hour because yeah. I need to know the answers right now. And we'll be like, okay. And we have some good tweets on, on deck for future episodes. So don't worry if you haven't tweeted... If you've tweeted at us and we haven't talked about it yet, it's probably going to be on a future app. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you might have to remind us, though, because yeah, we're humans, too, you know? We have really bad ADD. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, follow us again. Mills and Mimosas on Twitter and Instagram. And at TagMeKB on Instagram, at TweetAtKB on Twitter. And at MadsMorsh on Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you all this weekend for a full episode. Bye. That sounded weird. Is it because I'm holding the... That was a good one. That's fire. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.